Good morning. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, pastor of the First Baptist Church of Algiers, and we're bringing you a series of studies now on the old Trailblazer broadcast on Satan, the God of this world. We're looking presently under this title, The Doctrine of Devils and Present-Day Soul Winning. We're looking at what happens now in our, in our religious world, the, the soul winners, so-called. And we're looking now, we started there in our last study, we were looking at 2 Timothy uh, chapter 3. And we find there in verse 1 through 8, this know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Now the Apostle Paul here is speaking of the church, not of the world. This is the average Protestant church, my friend. This is a description of the average Protestant church, where you go to church, where I go to church. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. Is that your church? Covetous? Is that your church? Boasters? Is that your church? Proud? Is that your church? Blasphemers? Is that your church? Disobedient to parents? Is that your children? Unthankful and unholy? Is that your friends, your neighbors, your church people? Without natural affection? That's, that's some of our folks here. Truth breakers, that's everywhere you go. False accusers, they're, they're everywhere, my friend. Incontinent, fierce, despising those that are good. That's right. Traitors, how many have, how many have turned their back on the Lord? Heady and high-minded, and then listen. Here's where we were in our last study. Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Now, my friends, let, let me let the old trailblazer just be honest with you this morning. Let me get down right where we live. We don't have many folks that are saved today. Did you know that? Oh, we have a lot of folks with a religious profession. We don't have many folks who know the Lord. We have many folks who join the church. They are a member of the church. They're proud of their church. They're proud of their denomination. And they think everybody's going to heaven. But my friend, listen, listen. How many are lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God? I see folks right here go off on their vacation in the summertime. They wouldn't think of stripping off here around the church anywhere, but they go off to some beach somewhere, and they buy these little bikini outfits on the beach there, and the women strip off and put those things on, and the men get them a little thing and put it on, and they come back here burnt to a crisp, thinking nobody knows the difference. Well, we got out in the sun a lot, but listen, listen, it's as far up as you can see and far down as you can see, burnt black from laying out on the hot sun. Now, my friend, that's what you call lovers of pleasure more than lovers lovers of God, yet, yet having a form of godliness, but denying the power. Oh, they come back. They come back here. They come back here to the church. They take their place in the pew. And, uh, and that's right. That's right. But listen, the Bible says from such turn away. That's what the Lord tells me to turn away from. Them. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sin, my friend. That's right. Laden with sin. And they never, they're ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now, that's right. That's a, that's a description of what we find today. Never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. 
This was spoken of a prophetic picture of the church in the end time, or the closing days, that those days which we live in now. We've reached that day. We're living in the closing days of grace. I, I have no doubt that we are. But this is a picture of the present-day church. Paul's not writing here about the world or to the world, but about the church. He says, in the last days, perilous times shall come. That word perilous time means difficult to deal with. Times characterized, characterized by hard and vicious men, my friend. That's right. Then he goes on to describe them. First, we're going to look at a little, in the, at a little depth here of the, of the verses that we looked at. First, men shall be lovers of their own selves. Now, this is the characteristic of the present-day church. They shall be lovers of their own selves. Surely there are exceptions. Because of this, men are covetous. They become boasters of what they are, proud of who they are, blasphemers, always speaking evil of God's child. They cannot have anything good to say about man uh, who preaches the gospel, he who serves the Lord. Then, children sitting and listening to the conversation of such parents become disobedient and unthankful, living a life of indifference, lukewarmness, which leads to unholy living. That's right. I spoke to a friend of mine not long ago. He was talking about the children and the, and, the, and, the, and many things that happened unto him, to the children. And I asked him, I said, why would you and your wife then sit in front of your children and use the four-letter words that you use in front of them? And how do you expect them not to come into this world and to do the same thing? And when they grow up, they're going to do the same thing simply because you did it in front of them. You sit there in front of the television at night and watch the X-rated movies, the pornography on the TV, the noodle frontage and the noodle movies, the, the, the nudist movies are on the show tonight. And, and my friend, you let the children, they come through the living room there. Maybe you won't want them to, but they come through there and that thing attracts their attention and they see the bedroom scenes and all of those things. How do you expect them? How do you expect them not to, 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 to look on those things, my friend? Listen, listen. Then, then look, all of this is a, without natural affection. This is one of the characteristics of the present-day church. There is very little natural affection among different members of families and between members of the church. Now, my friend, I've been in homes where that was the exception, where there was love in those homes. And I've been in churches where there was love there, where, where folks loved one another. And that's the most gracious time as a pastor to be there in an assembly uh, where there's love. In this assembly here, we have, on the whole, as a whole, there's a, there's a group who love one another. They don't have big eyes and little U's, no. They love each other. There's not any, any high society folks, no. Listen, they just love one another. But listen now, all of this, all of this leads uh, to truth breakers, false accusers, and despisers of those that are good. Let someone dare to be different. Live according to God's word. And the greatest enemies he will have will be the members of his own family and the members of his own church. That's right. That's folks. Folks don't understand the old trailblazer. My folks don't understand me. They say, how in the world can you give your life to a little old uh, uh, something that's uh, not, not as big as a bump on a stump? 
getting out the gospel. Well, my friend, listen, we here at Radio Missions work day by day. We work uh, uh, time after time getting out the gospel. And the Lord is blessing it, my friend, one being saved here and one there. I know the world despises those things, but it doesn't matter to the old trailblazer. Listen, you know why? Because my salvation rises and falls in the eyes of my blessed Lord. Not in your eyes, not in the eyes of my critics. No, when I go to bed at night and lay down, I know that my Lord has looked down and, and, and smiled upon this work here because we're getting out the gospel. Oh, we have problems. We have things that happen. We have those. Some are contentious. But as a rule, the Lord has given us a gracious a congregation who loves the Lord, who loves the old trailblazer, and they back us with their support, getting out the gospel. Covetousness been broken as a whole. Hatred been broken as a whole. And the Lord has come in to dwell in many hearts, giving us a love one for another. And my friend, listen, listen, listen. One of the outstanding uh, characteristics of the present day church is set forth in these words. Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Listen now. Let me let me just describe that to you. How many churches do I know now who have turned out their Sunday night services? They either have a movie in the church. They do. They have a movie in the church or they have a barbecue they have a big uh, get-together in the, in the recreation hall, a barbecue, and they have a little party and, they, and put on a little play. And then at Easter time, they put on all these cantatas. Christmas time, they have these passion plays and all these kind of things. And then they have car washes. And my, on, on Sunday, my friend, I see them washing cars on Sunday, getting up enough money to go to the coast, to go to the beach, and to Sunday school uh, superintendent take a bus load or a van load of kids to the beach. Now, that's what lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God, my friend. Not only do they skip their Sunday service, but they uh, spend the day, spend the day picnicking, all of those things. The pleasure houses of the world are filled with our church members, as well as the dance hall, theaters, and even roadhouses, my friend. Now, that's a sad commentary. If our church people would stay away from these places, they'd soon have to close up, my friend. They'd soon have to close up. That's right. They'd soon have to close up. That's right. Because there wouldn't be enough people there to support them if the church people stayed away. Did I tell you the little story about the man and his wife who had this old parrot? And uh, and and uh, they kept him in a cage, and they visited the roadhouses at night and Saturday night and places like that, and, and they'd go to church on Sunday. Well, one Sunday morning, the old parrot got out, followed him down to the church. He come flying in the church and sat down on the pew behind him and uh, began to look around, get his eyes accustomed to the to the light in there, and, and he'd say, "Honky tonk, honky tonk, honky tonk," and the old man would say, "Hush up, this is the church. Hush up." Hush up, this is a church. Honky-tonk, honky-tonk. He said, hush up now. I'm going to take you home if you don't hush up. He said, same crowd, same crowd, same crowd. Honky-tonk, same crowd. He had seen those folks the night before in the honky-tonk. He thought they were still in one, my friend. Now, that's what we have today. All you say, Pastor, you're stretching it. No, no, I'm not stretching it, my friend. No, the pleasure houses, the casino houses over here on the Gulf Coast, if you went there tonight and saw the things that I have seen, 
I've seen the buses pull up there and unload folks in wheelchairs and the walkers and crutches, and they go in there and they get them a comfortable place to sit and get them a bucket full of quarters or dollars or whatever they use and pull those slot machines, and yet on Sunday morning they'll be in church. Be in church on Sunday morning, my friend. Listen, they say, well, I got to have a little amusement. I got to have a little pastime. But listen, listen, this shows that they have a form of godliness, but deny the power thereof. Now, I'm just, I'm just touching the hem of the garment on what we're facing today, my friend. Our folks are going to hell. Our folks are passing out into eternity, living, living on the last breath, my friend. And, and going out into eternity thinking that they're saved, thinking that all is well, and yet our preachers and our pastors don't have enough guts to get up in their pulpit and call sin, sin. That's one of the things that we do here at Radio Mission, at the old Trailblazer broadcast, my friend. You can't live in sin and, become a, and, and still be uh, associated with this work. No, because I call your number, and if that doesn't take the trick, then I call your name, my friend. Then no whoremonger going to sit here under, the, under, the, under this ministry and profess to be a child of God. No, because I'm going to be true to his soul, just like I'm going to be true to your soul out there, whether you like it or not. You may turn the radio off and never listen again, but my friend, listen, one day you're going to face eternity. One day you're going out into eternity. Is it just a leap in the dark? Do you know where you're going to spend eternity? Is your soul ready to go be with the Lord? Can you look up and say, thank you, Lord, for saving a poor old wretch like me? drawing me out of the world, pulling me out of those perverseness of things that I used to do and, and delivered me and caused me to turn to the Lord. I can. I can look back. My friend, God saved sinners. Christ died for sinners, not in your sin. I know it's a sad day. It's a sad day in my life, in my heart, that I have to sit here instead of bragging on the Lord, instead of talking about why Lord is gracious unto us. No, we have to be true to your soul. And if you never turn to the Lord, if that spirit is never broken in your heart, you will bust hell wide open, my friend. I might as well be honest with you. I can't pull my punches. I don't know how to. I don't know how to be any way but honest with you. And that is if you never repent of your sin, if you never turn to the Lord, you're going out into eternity lost. This is the old trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pendorva, saying, remember our mailing address is Radio Missions. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Tune in next time, each day, Monday through Friday, at the same time. We'll bring you another study from God's Word on uh, the demon possession and uh, all of those things, my friend. Write us, would you? The Radio Bible and Book Room is a nonprofit ministry of the First Baptist Church of Algiers in connection with Radio Missions. We offer over 1,500 titles of early Puritan, Baptist, and Reformed works, including commentaries, sermons, devotionals, gifts, children's products, and a variety of King James study Bibles in regular, large, and giant print. For an online catalog and information about the Radio Bible and Book Room, visit our website at radiomissions.org. 